Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 109. It is Thursday today. It's a little cloudy and gray (laughs) here. No sunshine, no blue skies today. Just kind of a little foggy uh, winter blah (laughs) outside. (laughs) Sometimes that's the only word for it when you look out the window. It's like, yeah, just kind of gray. (laughs) Yes, and that feels like some of the collective energy that I've been sensing as we move towards the end of this week. There's this push or rush to get everything done and, you know, in our house here, finish the exams and get the shopping done and arrive at Friday. (laughs) Friday has been this deadline in our minds of then the fun begins. (laughs) Until then, it's a lot of work. (laughs) I don't know if you're in that same sort of energy field. The pressure of all the to-dos seem to have been accumulating and and then tomorrow at least for me it feels like tomorrow there's this exhale and some spaciousness you know for the holidays to begin so today um there's been this theme this week that just sort of unfolded i wasn't aware we were gonna go this direction i thought before the holidays we're gonna be talking about fun and light and joy and what we have been doing in this space, what I have been doing is really being present with what I'm feeling and you know, some of that is really deep right now about presence, integrity, relationships, visibility, you know, some really big themes, ego. And it it is no surprise tomorrow is the winter solstice. It's the day of equal equal day, equal night. Um, here in the Midwest, around the world, but in different versions of it. But for us, it's the shortest day of the year where we have less light, and the very next day we have a full moon. So we are definitely in a, a time of reflection and illumination and new awarenesses, new understandings, being able to see things with a different lens. And sometimes that's uncomfortable. Uh, Many times that's uncomfortable. You know, we look at the places in ourselves we don't really like. And in doing so, we can understand ourselves better and perhaps have more forgiveness and compassion for ourselves. And then let some of it go. Let some of it go and begin to expand the places we do like within ourselves, the qualities we are proud of and wanting to expand and wanting to express more into the world. It's a lot, huh? It's a lot. So the card that, or the theme that came forward in my meditation this morning was a Zen card called Morality. 
and it was the third card that I drew when I was creating my arc that I do from one new moon to the next new moon. Thank you to Sarah Faith of the Many Moons Workbook for that beautiful idea and the questions that she prompts you through. The, the morality card, well, I had the completion card first. It was right when I'd finished writing the book. And then the next one was the fool, which is very much about be yourself. Let everybody have their own experiences of how they see and perceive you. Just be yourself. And then the next one was morality. And the morality was, how do, the question was, how do you um, best align with this arc that you're on? What, what needs to be moved? How do you release so that you can continue on this arc towards where you want to be by the next moon energetically? And so morality was this card I pulled for how to let go, what to let go of. And it's this, it's a card that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> the picture is just kind of ick. And it just looks all rigid and tight and blah. So I'll share a picture of, of the card itself in the Soulshine Tribe if you want to see what it looks like. But I'm going to start by reading the description of the card. And I may have to pause and offer some reflections. It's one that I have struggled to understand before and... Sometimes when we first hear an energy or words describing something we can't quite put our fingers on, we shut down the rest of the message. It's like, well, I don't get it. And because I don't get it, I'm just not going to be open to hearing or receiving it. If possible, keep coming back to what I'm sharing with you because it's such a beautiful message and it's so timely with the solstice and the full moon and then lots of family time, friend time, celebration time over the next week or two weeks, we really have this opportunity to show up and be so present with those that we love, so present and see them differently. And that's what this card is really encouraging, in my opinion. All right, so the Zen card is morality. And it says this, Bodhidharma far transcends moralists, Puritans, so-called good people, do-gooders. He has touched the very rock bottom of the problem. Unless awareness arises in you, all your morality is bogus. All your culture is simply a thin layer which can be destroyed by anybody. But once your morality has come out of your awareness, not out of a certain discipline, then it is a totally different matter. Then you will respond in every situation out of your awareness, and whatever you do will be good. Awareness cannot do anything that is bad. That is the ultimate beauty of awareness, that anything that comes out of it is simply beautiful, is simply right, without any effort and without any practice. So rather than cutting the leaves and the branches, cut the root. And to cut the root, there is no other method than a single method, the method of being alert, of being aware, of being conscious. The commentary on the side, it's this picture of, um, like, it looks like lines that create sort of a window, like a window pane, and behind it are clouds, and you can see the clouds, but then there's this sort of jester-looking character that is trapped inside the rectangle lines. And you can see like the face is all squished up and pruney and 
the hands are tightly together right at the root and it just looks like this little character is squished into a little box and it can't move and everything's just really sort of gray and depressing. Um, I'll put the picture if that helps you see it. Here's the commentary. Morality has restricted all the juice and the energy of life to the narrow confines of her mind. It can't flow there. So she really has become a dried up old prune. Her whole manner is very proper and stiff and severe, and she is always ready to see every situation as black and white, like the jewel that she wears around her neck. The queen of clouds lurks in the minds of all of us who have been brought up with rigid ideas of good and bad, sinful and virtuous, acceptable and unacceptable, moral and immoral. It is important to remember that all these judgments of the mind are just products of our conditioning. And whether our judgments are applied to ourselves or to others, they keep us from experiencing the beauty and the godliness that lies within. Only when we break through the cage of our conditioning and reach the truth of our own hearts can we begin to see life as it really is. <sighs> so what does all that mean? I'm going to offer my definition and, and then allow whatever comes up for you to guide you in your own definition. For me, it comes down to this idea of what's good and what's bad and, and who defines what is good and what is bad. Typically, I believe we get that from our parents and our families, our extended families, we are told from a young age, like, this is what's right, this is what's wrong. And we get rewarded for doing good and punished for doing bad. And so as we grow up, that those lessons, those ideologies, those judgments become how we navigate our life. And so we're constantly made to feel like the little child that we were when we were learning good and bad. And it a punishment or a reprimand can reduce us to that feeling we used to have when we were little because that's where it started that's where it originated and because that is unique to the family in which we were raised or the environment in which we grew up there's this multitude of definitions of good and bad and right and wrong and everyone has their own interpretation of it based on where they grew up and how they grew up and what their parents' conditioning was. And, and so all of us bring all of this with us. And then as adults, as parents, as grandparents, we are coming from those childlike judgments that we internalized and regurgitating it back to the next generation, adding in our own life lessons we've learned along the way. So it's a hot mess. <laughs> it's just a hot mess, the whole thing. <laughs> and there's no way everyone can agree because all of us have had different experiences and upbringings. So we have our unique interpretation of good and bad and then we get into relationships or friendships or work environments and we bring all of our conditioning with us and then my conditioning rubs up against your conditioning, rubs up against their conditioning and suddenly you've got all this conflict. Right? So perhaps the invitation or the opportunity for us as 
this seems to be coming up for so many so powerfully. I mean, this year has been such a year of looking at our junk and looking at our definitions and our ideas and the way others as a collective experience things. There's been so much that has come up for everyone. And we have been forced, perhaps uncomfortably, to look at those things and, and get really clear for ourselves what is good or bad for our, our own journey. How do we define good? How do we define bad? What is right? What is wrong? The invitation at this moment feels like, what if all of it is just simply an experience of life, of being a human? And there really is no good or bad, no evil person or terrible, horrible person, and also no angel person. We're all simply humans who are, are learning through the contrast of these judgments and projections. We're learning about our hearts, about our souls, about love, about connection. We're defining words like integrity and honesty and truth and compassion, forgiveness. We're learning through these experiences and the restrictions that we put around things, the boxes we put ourselves and others into, the judgment that we have around all of it, it's, it's part of the learning and also it's part of the releasing. None of us are perfect. All of us are souls in human bodies here to explore, here to define and understand and heal, heal karma, heal humanity, heal the divide between nature, Gaia Earth, and humans who walk around and beat her planet, beat the planet up. All of it is just this experience that we are creating together. And so when we are rigid in our ideas of what's good and what's bad, we lock ourselves into a pattern and we lock others around us into that same pattern. And then there's all this resistance and drying up and shriveling and hurt and it just gets harder. It gets um, the, the fun, the juice of life just gets squeezed out and it just becomes drudgery. So what if we sit with that and allow some of the boxes to fall away or dissolve? Some of our rigid ideas to perhaps be explored? We do that. We do that through listening to others, truly hearing what it is that they're saying. And then exactly what this card says, by being aware, be present, be fully in the moment with another person and see them, hear what they're saying from their heart, from their soul to us, from those little girls and boys inside of us who were told something and assumed that it was so. You know, like an easy one that comes to mind is this idea of hard work. You know, when we are raised as little children, you got to work hard, you got to get your A, you got to perform, you got to you gotta be good. 
you know, we are constantly trying to measure up against some ideal of what is hard work, what is an A, how do I become perfect? And so we're striving to be this ideal that can't possibly happen. So what if we share those stories of when we were told that as little ones and allow someone who we care about, who we trust to say, what is that? Is that true? How do you feel about that? Can we let some of that go? And then we drop some of that expectation that we hold for ourselves. When we can start to drop it for ourselves first, we'll be able to drop it more easily for other people around us. And as we all start dropping a little bit of that judgment, that box, that morality, that expectation of anyone to be anything other than who they are, as we drop that and then we're simply present with those around us, we're just aware. We're aware of who they are in their heart. Like in the heart of every soul in a human body at this time on this planet, in the heart of all is love. Whether that's just a tiny spark ready to be expanded or whether it's a huge heart that's got a big padlock around it because the person has been hurt so many freaking times in their life they don't want to try again. Inside is love. So if we see that love in the other and we celebrate it and breathe acceptance into the other and are simply aware of who they are in their heart and we see them and we honor them for that love that they are. Awareness cannot do anything that is bad. Awareness arises with ease, with grace, with no effort, no practice. We're simply aware of the other's beauty and helping them see that for themselves and validate it and expand it. And the judgments drop, they go away. So as we arrive at the winter solstice tomorrow, the full moon this weekend, perhaps take a little time and be still and reflect on this idea of what's truly inside each one of us and how do we become more aware of that and share that and honor that. Thank you for tuning in to today's vibration. Let's take this message of pure love out into all of our communities and continue expanding love here on Gaia. So much love from my heart to yours.